Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Monster Baby Podcast. This is a curious romp through the worlds of mindfulness and improvisation. My name is Ted Demison. And I'm Lisa Rowland. And in this episode, this is a, I would say this is a, a, a sister episode to our previous one. Yes. Our check-in episode, wherein we made a deal, a much-needed deal with one another, that we would go off of our most addictive f- phone and uh, technology, technology crutches, mine being Facebook, Ted's being word games and Facebook. Yeah, a little dual dual action for yeah. me. So we we were off them for eight days. Yeah, and this was our so so. What you're about to hear is our reflections on our time away from those from those crutches. Mm-hmm. What we found, what yeah. came up, what were our uh, benefits, if there were any costs. Yeah. Uh, and there we go. So yeah. It, it's yeah. pretty short, quick little insight, in and out, boom. Yeah. So, and in it, you get to hear about Ted's new kitten. Boom. Go. Let's do it. Enjoy. Okay, Lisa Roland, here okay. we are. So, so we have some things to follow up on. I feel like most pressing is our Facebook deal. Yeah, last episode. Our social media phone world deal. We we committed to each other to try going a week, and we ended up doing a week plus without Facebook. Yeah, like a week and a day. And I, I dropped the games as well. Yeah, I'm so curious. So first of all, did you do it? Totally have not been on Facebook at all. Great. Uh, I, we posted the podcast. That went on automatically, so I didn't have to get onto Facebook to do that. Okay. Have not looked at Facebook. Of course, I've been getting notifications through my email because I forgot to turn those off. Have not looked once. The games I held off all the way until yesterday when I was flying back and I was in the airport for several hours. Totally. I mean, what I, are you going to do? You know, what's I the just problem? I played a couple word games. Yeah. It was fine. Right. Uh, but I feel like that maybe falls under mindful use of Yeah. It mindful felt, use of It felt phone. like it was mindful use. It's like, I am going to choose to kill some time. That's right. I don't need to be present with all these strangers in the airport. No. They might have liked it, but I didn't need to be they present. They might not have noticed also. Do you know what I mean? Like, there Wait, is a reality You think here. that if I were fully present, <laughs> there would be anybody who wouldn't notice me? Yeah. Everyone, a little shockwave goes through the airport. Wait a minute. Who's someone that? has begun paying attention. <laughs> that man has presence. <laughs> that, man, that man is breathing with me. I can tell. He has done his warm-ups today. Everybody in the airport started moving towards me. And then I'm like, no. Kind of in sync. And then you back, turned it off. Back into first circle. Yeah, right. Okay. No. Uh, yes, I feel like my... <coughs> yeah, I feel like my use of the the game app, the word game, was totally fine. Mm-hmm. And I also liked going a week without it. Yeah. But I didn't even take it off my phone, and I didn't go to it. So, but you, did you... I, I... You dabbled? I did. So here's why. The first dabble was to post a Facebook event on, on my awkward dinner party page. Okay. So it was a very targeted and specific use of Facebook to get the word out because it is a necessity if you're sure. in, if you're producing small yes. theater. yes. Let it be known, listeners, that Awkward Dinner Party, a three-person improvisational show Ooh. combining short and long-form improvisation starring Dave Dennison and myself with special guest Tim Moore, is happening February 9th and 10th. If you've never seen Awkward Dinner Party, I highly recommend it. Always a delightful show. It's a pretty fun show. Yeah, they're great. 
Anyway, so I did go on to do that, part of, partly because I had promised Dave that I, that's sort of my, mm-hmm. that's part of what I do in, in terms of producing the shows, and so I wanted to be sure to do that. Okay, but hold, hold on. When you went to do that, did you feel the tentacles like reaching out at you? You know, here's you what into, I did. Yeah. Yeah, kind of, but not in a, like, I sort of clicked on my little, like, refresh, you know, like, check out the notifications, and I, like, looked down it, and then I was like, meh, and I left. Okay. So and now I suppose we'll get into our experience of the, of the, you know, of the thing, like, what it was actually like. Yeah. So, so I didn't do it 100%, but I, but it wasn't because I broke well, maybe it's because I broke down, but it... No, well, it doesn't mean it doesn't sound like you went into it. So, okay, but so you went on for Awkward Dinner Party. Did you go on at all other times? No. Yeah, good. No. Yeah, so what was it like? I just didn't miss it. What I realized for me is that the power in being there is the... Because I, I kind of clocked this idea of notice the feelings that make you want to go there. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't feelings. It was habit. Oh, interesting. It's just habit that makes me want to go there. It's like mindlessly, I close my email and I just type in Facebook. Like, it's just... That's interesting. It it must give you something though, right? Because otherwise, what's the juice in the habit? Right, like how did the habit get formed? Right. I mean, it's like my voyeuristic tendencies. Oh, so voyeurism, okay. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think so. I'm like... What's going on with people? And I like like the random shit that the internet turns out. And I like that people surface that on Facebook. And I, you know, so there, there's this fun little, like, you just get to see slivers of people's lives, which I find, as a people watcher, very satisfying. Interesting, yep. You know, one of the things that I saw in that sliver of time that I was on there is my friend Timothy Yo, who lives in Singapore, and what he had for breakfast. <laughs> and I'm like, I just peeked in on a Singaporean breakfast. Yeah. In this moment. A little data point. You know, and there's something about that that I sort of like. So I, I, so I, I like that. And there are things that I, that I, there, are t- there have been times in my past when I have started to think in the form of status updates. Mm-hmm. And I, there was something that happened. Oh, I were, I did a workshop today down in. Southern California, and the building had a big yes sign over the front door. And I was hmm. like, oh, I'm working in the right place. Hmm. And I th- sort of thought, like, I should share that. That's so cool. Yeah. So there's a... And you should share that on Facebook. On, fair, on Facebook. Right. Not that you should share it on the Monster Baby podcast. Although you did just share it. I did. But I was more drawn, I was more drawn to share it on Facebook. Yes. Like, I should let the people know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the people... And I took a pen, I took a picture. So there is something about like, I want people to know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's validating, I guess. Mm-hmm. And right before I went off Facebook, I, I posted a cover photo that is a, a portrait of me and my sister, my sister-in-law and my nieces. And when I went, when I did the event, I was like, oh yeah, 190 likes. No! <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a phenomenal picture. That's a lot of likes. Um, and so there's this, you know, there's this like, oh, people will like this. Yeah. There's a, you know what people will like, and then it's exciting to, yes. it's exciting to see that they do. Right. That's a, that's a big affirmation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I missed that. But I don't post that much. And so it didn't, I didn't feel the absence right. of that. I noticed that the feelings I had most when I felt compelled or propelled or impelled, whatever the pell is. Deep held. Whatever the pell we're talking about. Repelled. 
um, it was almost always loneliness or boredom. Mm -hmm. And so the boredom is like, let me go find the entertaining, funny things that people are going to post. Let me go watch other people. Let me go watch other people. And the, the loneliness was let me connect or feel connected to, let me be reaffirmed that I have friends in the world who care about me and that I care about them. And when I learn about their lives, I feel like, okay, good. You know, I have this, this thing going on. I am on. connected to these people. I am connected. They like me. Right? And if I get, if they like things that I say or show or post, then I get that affirmation. Yeah. And so it was particularly intense for like a day or two. Mm-hmm. And then there were a few times where I was in a location and had 20 minutes where it wasn't enough time to start reading or it wasn't enough time to start writing or working on something, but I wasn't going to be seeing somebody. And I thought, oh, this would, I could check now. But I liked that I didn't. What did you do instead? Uh, I kind of just went about my business. And a couple times I called people. Huh. I reached out to my mom or I called a friend or... I played with the cat more. And what I found, the, the biggest effect was that I have felt my mind has been clearer mm. in general. Like I just, I feel more nimble mentally. And uh, what's the other piece? You know, like it's, it's, there's, there's not this fuzz in front of me, right? There's a, there's a certain kind of glaze that falls over my, my eyes and my awareness when I've been on Facebook for a while. And so it just, it feels like, oh, I'm more free. Oh, here's the other big thing. I'm not comparing myself to people as much. Mm. When I'm on Facebook, there's a certain aspect. It's affirmative to me. And part of it's like, oh, cool. My friends are so great. But there's also an aspect of like, I'm not living up to, I feel like I have to do something. I have to be something. I have to impress oh, people or in order to yeah in order to i don't know who yeah to live up to that to live up to that and when i wasn't on facebook i found it was like no, just do your thing yeah don't just do your thing it's nobody's business just you know, do your thing and, their stuff isn't your business and so many of my friends are literally in the same business or a similar business they're doing applied improvisation or they're teaching mindfulness and so when i see them doing things part of it's inspiring a part of it's like oh i should be doing that you know or i could be doing better and so by pulling away from that, I'm not getting those hits. I'm just like, okay, just do your thing. Yeah. And so I made advances on, on the book that I'm working on. I made advances on cleaning up my house. And I made advances on connecting with my family and those sorts of things. Yeah. So all that felt good. Yeah. So here's a question. Yeah. How are you going to go back? So, well, hold on a minute. I okay. want to talk about my, what my experience of being off of it. Oh, Which is right. partly that I didn't, I, I really, if when I went back, when I, the, that time when I like checked it, it felt kind of messy to me. I was like, ah, like a little bit overstimulating. Oh, interesting, yeah. To, to go back to it. Now, granted, I feel like a, a more honest, so I did get, I gained some insight into what this is for me. And it is this habit of space filling. Mm. It fills the space. Mm -hmm. So it is less qualitative what Facebook gives me and more like it's just a place to go. And that the thing that I fear is emptiness, not is, loneliness. Which we talked about a little bit last time. Did we? We mentioned, yeah. 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 That there's this fear of like, if I'm not doing that, what am I doing? I'm doing nothing. Mm. Which is never true. 
right? But there's a, this has come up for me in the past, like when I'm super, super busy and I want to get less busy, but I realize that I'm afraid that if I don't have plans, the alternative is sit on your couch drooling, looking at the wall. Like that there's no, that's a void. It is something or it is nothing, you know? <laughs> that is not, it's a weird thing. It's, yeah. so it's like you got to keep going so that you are, it's like a, it's like a shark. You got to keep moving or else you die, yes. you know? Right. Um, and so Facebook is like, oh, this is a thing to fill some space. Mm-hmm. And if and there's this initial fear that if I don't fill that space, it is there is nothing there. The shark will die. The shark will die. And it's like, oh, then I like power down and start drooling and looking at the wall. You know, like there's just <laughs> it's like there's nothing. Yeah. But what I realized is that when I was on my computer. And I, my fingers itched to type in Facebook through power of habit. It was not a qualitative draw. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I didn't. I actually got things done that needed to be done. Oh. And I was like, oh, there's this thing. Like things would sort of show up. Yes. That needed to get taken care of and then I would take care of them. So it just kept me sort of like clearer and more on point about what did need to get done. Yeah. It's not a void. I'm not going to run out. I mean, maybe I'll complete everything that ever that I ever needed to complete. But then it's like... And then drool on the couch. And then drool on the couch. I'll let you all know when I hit the <laughs> drool on the couch phase in earnest. But but I realized that that was the thing. And by not doing it, I was like, oh, well, then I can just go about my business. Yeah. The, I can just do my life. Well, then I'll just do the things of my life. What you're describing with your personal process there reminds me of times in our retreats. And, I, and I've led this. This is something I often do with programs that I lead where I teach people about uh, deep listening. Uh-huh. And I, we may have mentioned it once or twice, but deep listening is where one person is speaking and the other person is simply listening with their presence. And they've got maybe two minutes or three minutes for person A to speak and person B is going to listen. And we always give the direction, if person A finishes before the time is up, don't start a conversation, just hold the silence and maybe something else will bubble up, some yeah. more detail or another angle or some right. other example. And it sounds like what you just described of in that emptiness, oh, here's oh, a couple seconds this later. Thing. This thing. I got to do this thing. I haven't I, responded to this person. Yeah. I should go do that. So it's like, oh, I have so many images in my mind. But one of them is like the magic eight ball, right? You turn it and it sort of like, like comes into focus. Not yet. Signs point to Yes. Whatever it is. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. And then if you just keep shaking the ball, you're never going to see the answer. Right. Right. It's always it's always muddy water. Right. But if you just like, oh, oh that thing kind of like, boop, like pops, pops up. Uh-huh. So that was very nice for me. Hmm. It was very nice. I'm still on Instagram. So that would be an interesting. And, and that is also sort of a place to go. It would be right. interesting and, and, to explore mindful use of these things. Yeah. And you also get some of that affirmation people liking your instagram posts although i didn't post anything oh really no i just look oh i just look okay it's just kind of like you know pretty you know yeah that voyeur that like well what's going on on there so that's interesting because i i think this also points to you know this is of course different for different people yeah so for for me it was more about loneliness for you about emptiness was the but I think that part of that might be constitutional, right? Like, I mean, you're a more high energy, high stimulation person. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that some of the fog that comes over me when I'm on Facebook for a long time is it's too much stimulation. Mm -hmm. And so my system is just kind of whoop, short circuits. That's what leads me to drool uh -huh. on the couch, <laughs> right? Is it's it too much of that yeah. for you if it's too little. Right. So that's an interesting little... Yeah. Uh, well, the fear is that I'll... That, right. Right. The fear is that right. it's like, if they're... Yeah, then, then what am I doing? If I'm not doing anything, then what am I doing? You right. know, but then you're never not doing anything. Yeah, and for me, it's not as much a fear as a fact of like, if I do that for too long, then I'm just kind of... Catatonic. It's just not Ve engaged the same way. Vegetable. Yeah. Yeah. Vegetabalious. Veg vegetableous? Vegetablic? What would be the adjective? Like Veggie a vegetable? Vegerific. Vegerific. I'm just vegerific. Anyway. <laughs> how will I go back? Was the question? Yeah. Well, yeah, because I haven't gone back yet. Right. I and was, you have some news to share. I do. With the, <laughs> I know I'm not pregnant, people. I do have a kitten. <laughs> so, and I have to post those. And I had some fun parties to, and saw some great people that I was excited to see. So, yeah, there's all that to share. It's interesting. Share. What would happen if you didn't share it? Well. I mean, what if you didn't share it? If I didn't share about the parties? Or the kit. Or the kitten. You just have your kitten. Yeah. What happens? It's I mean, an, it's interesting, right? Right, right. yeah. That, I think the kitten is different because I've told a lot of people that I would share. Oh, okay. You feel like a commitment? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But it's also the pull of the affirmation. Like, oh, that's that's going to be a lot of affirmation. You put right. out a photo of your new kitten or yeah. a little video even. Yeah. But I did send, today I sent a note out to... My family and the people that I saw back east who knew that I was on the way to Philadelphia to pick up the kitten. Yeah. And I said it to you. So it was like, okay, this is the inner circle. Yeah, like these are the people I want to share this with. Really, really want to share this with. And they're the ones who are invested, who've been saying to me, send me photos. Yeah. She's a real cute kitten, listeners. She's crazy. She's real cute. She is nameless <laughs> at the moment. As yet, yes. She's as of yet name, unnamed. But she's kind of silver. She's like white with gray spots. Rings on her tail. She's so pretty. Spots on her side sort and belly. Sort of greeny eyes. Yeah. And she's like... Spots on her belly. Teeny tiny. She's like teeny light as a feather. Teeny tiny. Little skeleton. But uh, loves to play. Yeah. So, you know, maybe I'll post a photo to the Monster Baby page. <laughs> that, would be monster. For the, that would be for the insiders. Yes. That wouldn't be on my All personal 63 page. 63 of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, of you. So, yeah. So, dear, I, dear listeners, I thought about going back on today mm -hmm. so that I could then come back to this conversation informed about what it was like. But it's kind of like coming off a silent retreat. I want to be really careful about how I go on. Like, yeah, I want to see what my notifications are. You know, you and uh, I are so different. And just, just We're kind so of do different. It, just do a little bit at a time. Yeah. Say, okay, I'm going to go on for 15 minutes and boom. Right. Get off. Because this has been kind of precious. Yeah. And I'd like to preserve... What? Yeah. So what does that look like? What do you think? I think I'm going to keep it off my phone. Uh-huh. I've, I've kept Facebook Messenger on my phone so I could send messages. But I think I'm just going to keep Facebook off my phone. That's probably good for me. Yeah. And I think that that will help me stay off it more on the computer as well. You're just breaking the habit a little bit. Loosening it up. Yeah, making yourself a little bit less tied to that. Yeah. Yeah. There were a couple of times where I actually chose to meditate instead. Ooh. And I was like... That's like... For the win. Yeah. 
It's like a real pendulum swing. That was huge. Like, <laughs> why don't I just sit quietly for 10 minutes? <laughs> Mr. Mindful. Yeah. Again, the difference between, yeah. Uh, not that you're not mindful, but well, just yeah. that you wouldn't choose to sit. I, that's not totally true. You might. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's doing something. Yeah. Yeah. It's making a choice, you know, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad that we did it. Me too. It was it was highly informative, and I, I feel like I've gotten free. I have a couple more big things coming up in the next three weekends, and so I want to be really present for those, and so to just kind of loosen it up. And yeah, it does feel like it it undoes that kind of craving for recognition of see me, see me, see me. Yeah, that's and the thing, right? If I loosen, loosen that up, then all of a sudden I feel free. There have been times when I remember this time in particular. I went to Bali, and I went into a river. It was so hot. And I saw this river, and so I kind of scrambled down. I took this walk through the rice fields in the morning at 6 a.m., and it was lovely. And then I was walking home. It was hot. It was like 8.30. And I saw this river, and I like went down, and I stepped on a rock, and I slipped and fell and cut my knee open and destroyed my phone. And it made me want my mom. Oh. So badly. I was like, I felt like a 10-year-old again. I was like, this was just last year. It's what my mom. Yeah, oh yeah. I was a 35-year-old woman. <laughs> and all I wanted was my mom. Uh and so I I like walked back to my Airbnb and I FaceTimed my mom. It, which was great. How'd you do that if your phone was busted? On my computer. Oh. Uh, okay. I was traveling with my laptop. Okay. Which was great. But anyway, the point is that I didn't. A, you can ne- you never stop wanting your mom. I never stop wanting my mom. B, I didn't have my phone. And for the next, you know, I probably had three more days in country before I came home. And I knew I would just come home and get a new phone. And it, everything would download from the cloud and I would have most of my photos and that would be that. That would be fine. And what I found in the last three days of being there was it, this feeling like it was a feeling of freedom Mm. And it felt like, oh my God, these experiences I'm having are now all mine. Yes. This is just for me to see and have. And somebody said something on a podcast recently that said, would you go to a place if you couldn't take a picture of it? Like that these, that places have become Instagram backdrops. Right. Oh, it was a woman who was Cuban and she was talking about, this this sort of eroticize not eroticizing exoticizing of Cuba different <laughs> different could both could be yeah, possible they, they could, right could be but exoticizing of Cuba and being like oh look at these awesome old cars and she's like that's not a choice like this is not there for you to have an awesome Instagram photo right there are reasons there's cultural reasons in history that have led to this and it's not because we think it's cool and vintage and retro you know so she so she was talking about that idea of you know by all means go she's like i would never tell you don't go to cuba but figure out why you're going there it's not disney cuba and people saying oh i really want to go to cuba before it gets ruined before before starbucks moves in and she's like why do you guys get starbucks and cuba doesn't get starbucks yeah like you don't want Starbucks there because of your special travel experience. Anyway, mm-hmm. that was an interesting. Yeah, that was an interesting conversation. But the question of would you travel to a place if you couldn't take a photo of it, and how much we have filtered our own experience through how we expect other people will see it, and I really noticed that when I didn't have my phone available to me in one of the most beautiful places on the planet, and was walking through. 
right? I would go on these morning walks through through the rice fields, through the jungles, seeing art, meeting artists, seeing mask makers, and and I didn't have my phone, so I couldn't take photos of it. So so if you are like in this moment when you call those memories to mind, are they still vivid? The feeling is really vivid. Okay. Yeah. And the feeling of like, oh, I just get to have this. And there's and images certainly come to mind, but I forget. I don't know exactly where from the trip they mm-hmm. were, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but that feeling of like, this is just like, this is just me in the universe. Hmm. This is just me in mm-hmm. the universe having my experience. It mm-hmm. stops here. I don't have to frame it or find the right composition or look for the right moment to capture to show people what my experience is. And it really, that, that was the thing I felt free of. Part of it is just taking photos in general and part of it, so like photos are amazing and I love them because they make me see the world in beautiful ways. Yes. And when I feel like the photo, there can be this distortion where the photo starts to feel like the point. Exactly. And that's a problem. I've had times where I've been, I've gone up to something beautiful, captured a photo and it's like a beautiful photo. I'm like, okay, boom, I move on. I got it. I don't even really stop. Let it. the thing have an effect on me. Yeah. Yeah. Really interesting. That is really interesting. So it's it's also, I'm curious to compare that to the practice of taking notes during a talk. Uh-huh. Or writing a journal reflection on a place that I've been to, to want to remember it. And there's something about that somehow that feels more interactive and more inclusive of the place. It's like relational with the place mm-hmm. than a photograph does. Maybe it's because a photograph is so quick. Yeah, maybe. But because I have... when ha- you're writing, it's like you're filtering it through your own... It's sort of the writing is making you in- interact with it. Or Yeah. Yeah. I just I think that there also can be a quality, though, of distancing. Right? So I'm taking notes rather than just being with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And that if I were just with what you're saying, I might get more of that feeling in, stored in my long-term memory. But if I write notes, I can go back to it more easily. Sometimes I notice that if I've taken notes, then I don't remember it better. And sometimes I've noticed that if I do take notes, I do remember it better. So it's an interesting... Mm-hmm. But it's, it's definitely better for going back to work with it. Sure. Right. So if I'm if I do take that step to go back and work with it and refresh and well, write maybe that's it. an interesting question. Is like, what is this conversation for? Mm. Like, I tend to put a pretty high premium on this moment of this moment of connection, mm-hmm. and I am horrible at capturing ideas in any way that I could ever revisit them. Okay. Like I even with your photos. Oh, no, photos, no, photos are great. And I actually do enjoy my photos. Like, I go back and scroll through and enjoy looking at them. And I actually did it recently because I was applying for global entry. Mm -hmm. And I had to list all the countries I've been to since uh, 2013. Oh, my gosh, that's a lot. It was a lot. And one of the ways I did it was I went through all my photos on my phone to see where the big blocks of photos were and where they were from. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, yeah, I went there. Oh, yeah, I was in Spain. Uh-huh. Right, I went, to, I went to England, you know. How many did you count? Something like 12. Nice. I think. Anyway, it, so, it, so the, the photos are, are 
Yeah, they're yeah. good records. Yeah. Now might be a good time to mention, I don't know if I've mentioned it to you, but we're uh, we're up past, I think, 54 listeners from 54 different countries on the Monster Baby podcast. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. I wish I could say hello in your language. Well, what, well, what are the... Can you remember some of the countries? Any surprising ones? Yes. Yes. Where would you guess the majority of our listeners are from? America. That is correct. <laughs> By a vast this majority. Is a, this is a that's a, that's an easy first good one. So I'm just throwing you a little softball. Next. Germany. That's number three. Solid number three. Hmm. What do we know? Are they your people? This is a bit of a surprise for me. I don't know who's of ours, who they connected to. Who? Where? Japan. Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Hello, Japan. I wonder if it's Reiko. Reiko, is it you? <laughs> Can you hear us? Maybe, but that's our second biggest. Second biggest. Wow, we have a lot of people from Japan. Over 1,200 downloads from Japan. Cool, cool. Yeah. Amazing. And uh, <laughs> I only know how to say two things in Japanese, and I don't even know what they mean. They're kind of along the lines of hello or thank you. Uh-huh. One of them is konnichiwa, uh-huh. and one of them is wakanameska. And you don't know what that means? I don't know. Wakanameska? Yeah, and I only know it from the miniseries Shogun. Oh, God. was when I was a little kid. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. Wakanameska, Anji-san. I don't... It's something like hello or thank the you. SK sound doesn't feel like it's a very common sound in Japanese. If I'm Does if it? I'm saying something that's completely inaccurate, or if I'm saying something that's completely accurate, Japanese <laughs> listeners, help us please out. help us out. So, yeah, and then... Uh, okay, so... And then Germany... Then Germany is third, fourth UK, fifth Sweden, sixth Canada. Rock on. Yeah. But then we go Singapore. I presume that's your people. Perhaps. Denmark, my people. Your people. <laughs> Norway, your people. Yeah, maybe. Australia, India, New Zealand, South Africa. Wow. And, that's yeah. so exciting. Yeah. And then we get down to Brazil, Portugal, Iran, Jamaica, Bosnia. Iran. We got an Iranian listener. Yeah. Oman. Or someone in Iran. Yeah, yeah, some of these ones at the end are just like one person's listened to one episode. Yeah, hey, that works. But I love it. Colombia, Belarus, Vietnam, Lebanon. Yo, give us a shout out, people from far away. Tell us who you are, how you found us. Send a note to info at monsterbabypodcast.com. Yeah. We would love, love to hear from you. Yeah. So yeah, 58 countries total. That's really cool. Which is exciting. That's so, really cool. So uh, if you send us a note... Maybe we'll come visit you. Yeah. Which which isn't, I don't know if that's a reward to you, but we'll come and not take photos of your country. Sleep on your floor. (laughs) We'll not take photos of your country, but we'll have really deep felt experiences. We'll We'll really be there. And we will be so present. If I come to your country, I'm taking pictures. Okay. And I'll probably write something in my journal. All right. Okay. And together. We'll come back and talk about it. Yeah. In the <laughs> but in any case, I still think that's pretty cool. I think that's cool too. Um, it's just, it's almost like magic. Okay. So it feels like this idea of life as filtered through how we expect other people will, will receive it mm-hmm. is the damaging part of these things. And when we attach too much value to, or too much focus or attention in this direction of, Oh, this is an exp- this is an experience that others will like me for, mm-hmm. or will like about me, or will you know? 
it's just it just really distort I feel like it really damages the whole sense of self. It's like putting the center of us so out, out in there. the world and giving somebody else the locus of control yeah. for how we feel about ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a huge piece of what really dangerous this relationship to Facebook. So it would is. be it would be interesting to think about like, okay, but what are the things that I actually just want to share because I want them to be out there, not because I want people to like them. And that means risking sharing things that people don't like. Right. Yeah, and noticing that when in what ways do these little streams of craving for recognition yeah. creep in, even with that? Right. Right. So, okay, well, I'll share them when I'm vulnerable because I want people to know I'm a whole human being and then right. people will like that. And Because, that, because, because yeah. that means I'm doing a good thing. Yeah. So I, I think that that is one piece that's important to be aware of. I think another piece is to what degree does my reaching towards this... Uh, addictive connection whether it's Facebook or Instagram or even a game to what extent is it replacing or shielding me from something I'm uncomfortable with noticing in myself Mm. so is is there a loneliness or a sadness that I'm just tired of feeling or I'm I'm, it like hurts to feel so I don't want to feel it again or is it this sense of you know I'm going to melt into a purposeless hulk on the couch if i don't have something stimulating me to keep going i'm imagining the hulk like the incredible hulk uh-huh kind of depressed on the couch yeah in his purple shorts which is funny a purposeless hulk it's, poor hulk yeah doesn't I mean, know which way to go he's still angry because if he weren't angry he would go back to being bruce banner yeah but he hasn't there's no there's no target of his anger no doesn't know he doesn't know what to smash <laughs> that's Talk about a monster baby. Purposeless Hulk. Anyway. Yeah, that's sad. That's sad. Um, yeah, it's very, it's an interesting thing. Yeah. Keep tabs on I it. I like it. And again, people, if you have had, uh, if you tried it out, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Tell us what, tell us what you experienced. Or if you have figured out a way to get a hold of it and keep it in, to keep it in check, share us, share those stories with us. Yeah. Love to hear more. Because I'm not a teetotaler. In general. Like I I like I like all the things. Teetotaler means like cut it out one hundred percent. Like mm-hmm. nope, I don't do that. Okay. And I'm not that. I'm not that. I wonder what the derivation of that word is. What's the etymology? Teetotal. Teetotal. Let's see if I can find out. Because I am a teetotaler when it comes to alcohol. And sugar. And sugar. And wheat and pork. <laughs> I'm totally a pork teetotaler. Teetotaler. I'm a po- pork totaler. Teetotalism. Teetotalism. Teetotal. That sounds like something something very Irish. All right. It's a practice or promotion of complete personal abstinence from alcoholic beverages. Oh, only that. Okay. A teetotaler. Let me see if I can find out why it's called that. Etymology. Hmm. People think that somebody had a stutter, had a stammer, and said, total. What? Yeah. That sounds sketcherific. But two different... Two different sources? T in total. It is said that as early... Oh, a temperance society signing a T after one's name signified one's pledge for total abstinence. So maybe total with a capital T... Oh. From temperance society. From temperance society. So like in the Prohibition era? era? 
Well, as early as 1827. Okay. So pre-prohibition. There's some dispute over the... Pre-prohibition. P-prohibition. T-total. You can see how these things happen. Yeah, I think that I'm going to start using capital letters before words that I want to you use. And just see how that goes. When I, or especially if it's a noun I'm using to describe myself. Yeah, like, well, that's like a German thing. I'm like an F friend. Yeah. Germans do that? Yeah, nouns are capitalized. Oh, but they don't say the noun when they're talking. They say the noun. I mean, they don't say the letter. I don't imagine. But it's capitalized in written language. Yeah, so you could be an A athlete. Or yes. An, or an S singer. I understand. As a T totaler. I get it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But the Germans don't do that. <laughs> well, if there are, if they do, they'll let us know because they'll we have they, so many who they listen. listen. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Anyways, I'm not a teetotaler, so I'm not into like never again. Can't do it. Okay. But I but, responsible as, use. Yeah, and I'd like to be. I'd like to use it when it's like, yeah, that would be good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then stop when it wouldn't. And and I think the real insidious part is when it starts to creep into the way I define myself in the world. Yes. Is as how people see me through that platform. That is bad. That's bad news. And okay. I feel like that is the real danger for like kids coming up. Re- reclaim your center. Yeah. Reclaim the center. Bring it back. I like it. I like uh, it a lot. I uh, maybe we stop there. Yeah, I think that's good. That's good time. To, good, I gotta I gotta hit the hay. Good to check in. Yeah. And uh, good to wrap up that experiment. It was a fun experiment. I'm glad we did it. It was great. I needed it. And uh, yeah, it was very helpful for me. You know, it feels like even, it just feels like a good periodic thing. It's not that, it's not new. I know people all over the place who do this, mm-hmm. but I have not, I have never really done it. So felt like a good, a good detox, a reset Yep. system start. And there's a kitten now. On we go. So, okay. All right. So let's get out of here. Thanks for listening to people. Yep. We'll See talk ya. to you soon. Bye. On to Facebook. <laughs> as um, soon as we get this thing done, man. No. I'm kind of eager. I'm eager to see. But I, th- I felt like it was good to check in. I like the I like the the trying an, an adventure, an experiment, and then getting to debrief a little bit. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. I and and I like where we got to of the thing about the thing about Facebook that is really insidious. You said in the intro that we would talk about the costs. So yeah. The costs of going off Facebook. We did not talk about the costs of no, going off Facebook. It was a little false promise on my part. Do you feel like there were any? We could make good on that right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I suppose I don't know. Like I know. We haven't my, gone back on maybe my friend, Maybe my friends are pissed at me. Right. Because they were like, you know, where is he? What happened? Or maybe I won't show up in their feed as much now because I haven't been sort of but is that really a cost? Is that a cost? Yeah, that's a great question. Or is that so, just a, a further further help in redefining how we see ourselves? I, I think that there's a little bit of connection cost, you know, in the sort of keeping up to date, but it doesn't feel significant because I reached out by phone to people that I really wanted, that I most wanted to talk to. Mm-hmm. Now, partly I was seeing my family. I was seeing a bunch of friends during that time. So I think that eased it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't just at home by myself. Mm-hmm. And that probably would have been a lot harder. That's a great point. So uh, I don't think I experienced much cost during this week, but had I been by myself, it probably would have been much harder. Yeah. 
I realized what I didn't say on the podcast is that there were times when I, I was in a beautiful place. I was in Sun Valley, Idaho, and I took photos and I sent them to people to share them with uh-huh. them. Uh-huh. So I still got to share. Yeah. Um, it feels a little bit like when I was a kid, I remember this feeling of you've got to watch the TV show that everybody's watching so that you can talk about it the next day yep. in school. Yep. And if you don't, you're just going to be out of it. Right. You just will be out of that whole thing. And my perspective now is like, that's okay. You're still going to have your friends even if you didn't watch this TV show. Yep. But you didn't feel like it at the time. I didn't feel like it at the time. It was like, no, this is a ha- this is right. what everybody's talking about. And I need to know what it is, you know, yeah. so that I can be a part of that. And it feels a little bit like that. That's sort of the feeling of like the kind of missing out that I'm doing is like, oh yeah, if I go hang out with a group of people, I'm not going to be able to be like, oh yeah, that thing on Facebook. Right. You know, these things go around. Right, and of course. Them. It's like, yeah, I, I don't have those things. Miss them. Yeah. It's not a huge cost. It's not a huge loss. Yeah. It is a little loss. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad. I'm glad you, I'm glad we mentioned that because yes. I didn't want to leave this, that let's promise hanging. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, uh, hey, as always, if you'd like to get in touch with us, info at monsterbabypodcast.com. Yes, thank you for listening, as always. And retreat time in Maine, in June, June 8 to 13. We would really love to have you. Yeah, and if so you go come to play with us. animalearning.com slash monsterbabyretreat. Yeah, and if any of you are listening for the first time and are hearing about this retreat for the first time, it's an awesome five-day adventure in mindfulness and improvisation so you get to sit sit every day we really experience mindfulness we play all day it's in a beautiful place it's in a with great food and good people yeah you got a beautiful spot and it's uh, it's very inspiring not too jam-packed but certainly engaging and lots to think about and remember for when you go home yeah so if you got questions go check it out and uh, send us a send us a line, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Yeah. All right. I hope you have a great one, everybody. Be healthy and well and fulfilled. And uh, continuing wishes for a happy new year. Yep. Be well.